Welcome to the Together for Good podcast, a podcast specifically designed to inspire, challenge, and uplift you during your daily walk of faith. This week, we have another edition of our Bethany Storyteller series. This is an ongoing series of podcasts that appear periodically throughout the year, about once a month, where Colleen Mackey, our director of, our coordinator of media, sits down with members of the Bethany community to hear their stories about what brought them to the church, what they're currently involved in, how the ministry of our congregation is continuing to enrich and challenge their life of faith. This month, Colleen sits down with Dave Craven. Dave is the current president of the congregation, and he's been here for uh, many years. He raised his girls here and continues to be involved with his grandkids. So he's got some great stories and reflection about what it means to be a person of faith here in 2023, growing and raising family and grandkids in a place like this. Even if you're not in the Bethany area or part of our congregation, I still think you'll enjoy this conversation between Dave and Colleen. Let's listen in. Hi, podcast listeners. My name's Colleen. I work as the coordinator of media here at Bethany, and this is the first installment of Bethany Storytellers. I'm here with Dave Craven, longtime member of Bethany. Welcome, Dave. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me here. Great. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Yeah, um, I am. Uh, I've lived in Colorado since 1979. Moved here from Ohio, and um, became a member in the early 80s. After doing a lot of church shopping and realizing that Bethany was really a wonderful, welcoming place, we became members at Bethany when pre-fire. So that's kind of a uh, so that was a, in a that's completely a, that's different that's a location. benchmark. <laughs> yeah, the sanctuary actually set above where Beck is now. Oh, okay. And um, the courtyard went out the other way, <laughs> um, but it uh, that was uh, that was not long after we became members. So and have been members ever since, and have done lots of stuff since I've been here. Great. So um, our question for today is. Do you have a favorite experience or opportunity you've encountered at Bethany? You know, I, I, since, I've, since I've been a member for such a long time, I really have a lot. And I, can, and, I can, and I don't know if I have a single favorite, but I think I can talk about a couple of them that have really just kind of uh, been wonderful. And um, early on, my wife and I are both educators, my wife Tammy. And I, we were longtime educators in Cherry Creek School District, both retired now. But um, we taught Sunday school, and it was fun to have Sunday school uh, students that we had in our very first year we did that in first grade are now adults with their own kids here, wow. here at um, Bethany, which is really kind of fun. It's, it's kind of interesting how that, how that cycles through. Um, but because of our interest in working with uh, young people, the uh, associate pastor at the time came to me and asked, Ashley, both Tammy and I, and asked if we'd be interested in being youth directors. Whoa, that's so I cool! So, <laughs> and we're and we were we were working full time at the time point at that time, and uh, and he he made a very compelling argument for it, 
and uh, and it was a it was a good group of of young people. Middle be, it'd be working with middle school and high school age uh, students, and uh, and planning summer uh, trips. Not so much mission trips as they were at that time, uh, uh, spiritual getaways, I oh. guess. So the first time, the first one that was already in the books was a plan to take our high school students to the Boundary Waters in Minnesota. I used to work in the Boundary Waters well, as it, a guide. Okay, so <laughs> I, I'd been there before as a as a young kid as a Boy Scout, but I was so excited about it. So he kind of he kind of planted that seed, and I kind of took the bait and said, "Sure." <laughs> <laughs> so it was several adults from Bethany and um, and uh, Tammy and I. Tammy actually didn't go on that first trip, but. Um, we had some other uh, other people that went, and we took uh, we went we went to the Boundary Waters, and we canoed, and we portaged canoes, and we camped, and we it was just it was just wonderful, and it was a wonderful way to spend time out in nature with high school students. Um, great fun, and and. Uh, really rewarding, I think, for everybody that went. Um, the following year, we planned a spiritual outing. <laughs> Tell <laughs> to, me more about that. To Lake Powell. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so we, we, uh, we rented a houseboat, and we had a parent here uh, at Bethany who had his own boat, a uh, big uh, ski boat or just yeah, motor, out, outdoor out, outboard motorboat, and he he towed that down there. And we had this uh, a uh, houseboat. Everybody slept on the houseboat or in the other boat. We skied during the day. We went and, and hiked and and went down to uh, uh, Rainbow Bridge. Went swimming. Had. Uh, campfires every night on the shores, and 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 I took my guitar, and we did we had uh, sing-alongs, almost feeling like you were at camp, but at Lake Powell. <laughs> so that was kind of that was kind of funny. But it was also at a time when this would have been back in the in the 1980s, and it was at a time when video cam, you know, those VCR cams had just come out. So we. we we kind of documented the trip, and and uh, and we put together uh, a whole video. I still have it someplace, but it was a video of everybody that was on the trip and had music in the background, and it was just it was just a real lot of fun. So a lot of those students who were in that group are also parents of young people here at. Bethany now, and some of them are parents with kids who are actually grown and gone. <laughs> oh <laughs> so, my goodness! Again, because it's been you know over forty years since I've been here, things you know you just get a you get this uh, cycle of, of people coming and going. But most of the wonderful uh, experiences that I've had at Bethany have been doing one of two things: working with youth and doing music. So um, I started, I, I used to play 
when my young, my old my oldest daughter, who is now uh, almost forty herself, <laughs> when she was young and was in the, the the little kid choir, I would go take my guitar and I would accompany them, kind of like what Zach Rodesti does, you know, mm -hmm. with, with the kids, and, and uh, I'd go every week and play play with them. When she became a um, when she entered confirmation was the first year that I um, uh, became a small group leader for confirmation. And while I did not have her in my group, uh, it, was, it was just a way for me to continue to connect. And I was here anyway, bringing her. So, so I did that with both of my daughters. And then I decided I would just keep doing it because it was such a rewarding experience working with now middle school kids. And I just thought that was just a blast. I loved that. And um, I did that for 20 years. So even though my, my girls were totally in confirmation for a total of four years, <laughs> I continued to do it for 20 years and I just loved it. And um, the different directors of the confirmation program at different times. Joni Grunman was one that she used to, she used to give me um, uh, kind of the naughty boys. You know, that was, that was, that <laughs> was troublemakers. That, well, they weren't so much troublemakers, but they were, they were middle school boys. And I, I could relate to them because I was once a middle school boy <laughs> and probably still am in some ways. And, and uh, so it was fun working with a group of boys and again those some of those boys still active you know and it's it's really fun to see how not my faith journey but other people's faith journey that i might have influenced along the way have have developed and and kept them engaged to, to some extent in bethany and so i just think bethany's just a wonderful place for for young people and 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 uh well, all ages, you know, so many generations here and now, and so many people that uh, how we've how we've developed and put things that allow for intergenerational opportunities, which is just, I think, is so powerful for old people to be around young people and for young people to be around old people. You know, so you know, my my grandkids get a lot of me. That's that's <laughs> I'm okay with that, and and my wife. But for other people who may not have grandkids locally or whatever, or, you know, to have them have experiences with young people. And sometimes it's middle school and high school age that old people get the most kind of nervous around. <laughs> but they're so great. I love now when um, the high school, some of our confirmation students, some of those students, take part in the during the church service they read scripture they they acolyte they carry the cross in I mean they're just part of the service and I'm, I think that might be happening like once a month or something but it's I, I love it I love that service and I love so much about what happens during children's church and kids are engaged and there's just a lot of kids it's just yes. it's fun to see so, so that's, a, that's another thing. And then the other part of that is I, I, started, to, I started to mention was my doing music. So I started, um, I started uh, working. Playing guitar. Playing guitar with my, with my daughter's uh, uh, choir, little kid choir. And I kept doing it. And then we started, uh, then after the fire, we started a 
folk group. Um, um, one of the pastors said, "Let's do, let's get some some other music because we were we were um, we were having Sunday church at the Seventh Day Adventist Church because they worshipped on Saturday, mm. and we could use their sanctuary on Sunday." Um, I'm still doing, I was still doing the youth ministry stuff at that point in time. Um, we, um, but we started a folk group and it was about four or five people and we did that for a while. And that was about the time, um, a little, uh, they did that for a couple of years and then, uh, Paula Will's family moved and started, started coming to Bethany. She moved here from Montana and um, she very musical and very musical family, and so she, so we kind of melded some of that um, what the folk group was doing, which was which was some work at some of the uh, church services, into a more of a, a contemporary choir, which is what we actually she actually called it for many, many years, and joined that, and I've been a member of that since then, which has now morphed into Sounds of Praise and so on. We had an offshoot of that uh, for a few years in the early 90s uh, called Sounds of Praise, no, called For Praise, which was for uh, people <laughs> that sang and did recordings and, and did stuff, but it's just, it's just so much fun. So I like playing uh, and singing I also help accompany the bluegrass ensemble on Sunday mornings. So it's just one of my one of the things that I've uh, thought about how I can give back to Bethany is uh, kind of figuring out what my talents are mm -hmm. and what are the talents that I can give. I'm I'm good at saying no. <laughs> because if someone asks me to do something that I just don't feel is my talent or God doesn't beat me over the head and say, do it, <laughs> I'll say, yeah, no, that's not really something I'm, I think I would, I, I'm kind of cut out for. But there are things that I am cut out for. So, you know, doing music, working with, working with young kids, um, um, just, uh, well, and, well, you now being part of council, I've been on council several, several uh, times on ministry council a couple of times. So over the years I've done that. And those have been rewarding uh, experiences for me too and helping give back to the church. So it's, um, there, so the, the question again is some of the experiences, you know, an experience that I've had. And you can see it's just a multitude of, of things that I've done. And it's, again, trying to match my talents with um, helping Bethany. It's a great place. It's a great place to give of yourself and your talents to help it, uh, help things along <laughs> and support God's work. You mentioned that you did a lot of church shopping before you landed at Bethany. How did you decide to stick and stay here and develop was, your talents? Yeah, well, the pastor, <clears throat> the pastor at the time here was... Uh, Keith Swenson, he had just started here. He was really a, a new new pastor here, and he'd been a pastor here for a long time. So he was the pastor actually from right before the fire through 
several years after and was instrumental in um, the, the rebuilt of the church. He was great, very welcoming, but the people that were here that, that we met um, and the opportunities here, we, were, we didn't have kids at the time when we, when we first uh, started coming here. But we could see that it was a great church in <clears throat> support of young people and thought this is a good place. When we, we, the only reason that we went other places just because of, of our proximity to Bethany was we, you know, we moved to different places and we're like, yeah, I'm not really sure I want to make that long trip, but then decided, yeah, let's, let's just do that. And, and really discovered a lot of people were doing that because, mm. because of Bethany's location, you know, people could access and get to Bethany on a Sunday morning from lots of different places. And, then what, I dis- and what I discovered when I started working with the high school youth is that we had youth coming, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of churches draw their, their high school students from a high school or two. We, were, we had dozens of high schools represented at Bethany just because of its location and polling from, you know, from Douglas County, from Cherry Creek, from Aurora, from, you know, uh, Jefferson County, uh, Denver, just all over the place. So it was kind of a melting pot, <laughs> too. So that's the same thing that we ended up doing. We just decided this is easy, easy church to get to uh, on a Sunday morning, still kind of is. And uh, and kept coming. We moved in 2010, way out south uh, east Aurora. And there's there's a Lutheran church five minutes from where we live right now. But Bethany's our home. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're certainly glad that you keep making the drive back. Yeah. Um, how have you been growing in your connection with God these days? You've talked a lot about how you've done beautiful mentoring and creating experiences for others. How have you been growing in your connection? You know, it's um, my, it's, it's kind of a faith journey question. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what, where, where have you come from and, and how, how do you continue finding ways to, to grow? I, um, I grew up in a Lutheran family. My mother was the Christian ed director at our church, not while I was little, but when I left. We, we were churchgoers. We went every Sunday, close enough to the church that I could, you know, I could walk home after church, which I did quite often because my mom wanted to stay in. My mom and dad wanted to stay and talk to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> the fellowship. I wasn't, I wasn't quite into the fellowship part. I would hang out with my friends and have fun, and then I would just walk home. But um, so, so being a um, being a a Sunday worshiper has always been part of my life. Um, I can I continue to value that time on Sunday. I've also appreciated the fact that during the pandemic we had opportunities to continue worshiping dur- uh, in a way that I wouldn't have expected would have been as fulfilling but was but discovered that it was mm. I was really surprised at how well and how creative our pastors were and still are but during that time to really make an online church service um, f- 
feel like an in-person church service. It was one thing to be sitting at home and not having to you know, drive somewhere, but it was another thing to really feel like I was part of the service. So um, I think I get most out of my faith, my faith and my growth comes through staying connected. So working with young people, working with music, coming to worship, just those things that um, would be easy to say, yeah, I don't have time for that anymore. Or, you know, I got other, th I got other things to do on Sunday morning. But I just think for me to stay engaged in that, that really helps support my, uh, my faith and my growth. Um, being on council is another thing. Um, you know, in, in some respects, I, I, you know, being on executive council, you kind of see how the, the, how the sausage is yeah. made, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, uh, and that's, that's good. It's, 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 it's good to have that experience to say, you know, this is a, this is a, a, a lively, uh, place with needs and you know and challenges as well as great successes so how do you how do you work in within those parameters to really help uh, support the church and, and continue to work through so that's another way that I I find myself that I can grow in my faith just being engaged awesome well Dave thank you so much for sharing your story with us and our invitation to our listeners is to get to know the people of Bethany. You'll find Dave here on Sundays in the fellowship hall doing music. Um, I'm sure he would welcome a, a handshake or a hello and yeah. you can ask him about his story. Absolutely. Thank you so much for listening.